새로운 거 알려줄까? 어? 뭔데? 오늘 무슨 날인가? 어, 새로운 거 알려주는 그날 재미있는 걸 짧게 공유한다 기억주로 월요일마다 먼데 먼데 안녕하세요, 나미입니다 Hello, this is Dami, and welcome to another episode of Monday Monday. In the last episode, I talked about sharing bits of information I picked up while learning Korean, and I figured it'll be okay to talk in English or even Tagalog in some of my videos since I do plan to share information, right? <laughs> so for this video, it's all in English, and I'll talk about the shows that contributed in this K-pop throwback trend going on in South Korea. Two weeks ago, I did mention about Hospital Playlist and its unique set of OSTs that for me greatly contributed in bringing that nostalgic vibe in the Korean music industry in general. From its first season released back in March 2020, the OST plays quite a big part in telling the overall story in each episode. So to give a short background about the drama, if you haven't watched it yet, the five leads in the drama has this band sessions as part of their contract to work in one hospital, and these band sessions become tone setters of the theme of the upcoming scenes. A lot of these songs, remake and release as part of this drama's OST, did pretty well on the charts, even granting a win for its singers. Aloha by Jo Jong Sok, one of the leads in the drama, and I Knew I Love by Jeon Mido, also a lead in the drama, both peaked at number one in Korea's gown chart. In the same music chart, a few more songs in their OST also made it to the top 10 after its release. Songs like Introduce Me a Good Person by Red Velvet's Joy peaked at the number 6, Confession Is Not Flashy at number 8, and Me To You, You To Me by the five leads Mido and Farasol at number 6. The song Aloha by Jo Jong Sok did great numbers in bringing so much recognition last year for Jo Jong Sok in the drama winning Best OST in five different music awards in South Korea. With how well it performed and in the charts, and how the show is being anticipated in every release of its episode, nostalgia might stay for a while this 2021. Other shows like JTBC's Sugarman, led by Yu Hyoi, Begin Again, and recently NBC's How Do You Play by Yu Jae-sok also have been constantly engaging their audience with revivals, remakes, and covers of hit songs even before 2020. I think these kinds of shows are a part of South Korea's initiatives in forwarding and preserving their culture. It's a great reminder as well of how beautiful and timeless songs released from then were. We now move on to the K-pop industry itself. One show that really contributed in reviving K-pop gems, as we say, this year is MMTG's K-pop Renaissance Project. With the rise in popularity of Brave Girls' Rollin' and, and LaBoom's Journey to Atlantis this year, this opportunity opened the possibility of a K-pop Renaissance Project presented by one of MMTG subscribers, Lee Yu-Win. According to Lee's project presentation, a lot of legendary K-pop songs previously released are worthy of making a re-comeback, mainly because of the musicality, the styling, and the overall concept of the song, I guess. However, it will only be possible if there would be a program and a stage that can host such event, 
With that said, Lee believed that MMTG was the right program to do so. MMTG is a YouTube channel that is known for its in-depth interviews with K-pop artists and actors in the industry that fans enjoy such content because it feels like their thoughts as fans are being articulated well with their favorite artists. Some songs listed by the MMTG team and project planner Lee are Shiny's View, Oh My Girls Closer, Speak Us Are We There, Dia's Kukiriaso, Laboom's Journey to Atlantis, Luna's Freezing Body, Super Junior's Devil, Exos Love Me Right, Vix's Chained Up, 2PM's My House, FX All Mine in Four Walls, Tiffany's I Just Wanna Dance, Zaya's Parami Yuryong, After School Shampoo, Bang, Diva, B1A4's Korobunda, Nine Muses Dolls, and Gain's Carnival. The project was a content well received by MMTG's team and they proceeded with different interviews with some of the artists mentioned. The interviews for each artist ran for almost 11 weeks with MMTG's MC, JJ, the artist, and their fans going down the memory lane every week. And on June 11 on SBS's main channel, this K-pop renaissance project was successfully culminated with a concert as envisioned by Lee. Performers were big names in industries such as After School, 2PM, Nine Muses, Omar Girl, and special performances from comedian and host Jang Duyon, former Aizuan member Yena, and Jeje herself. Such event was a success not only in the domestic market, but also in the international scene, with some songs getting featured in popular playlists in large digital music providers like Spotify and Apple Music. Monday, Monday. It's really interesting why such trend or event is happening in a country like South Korea, where every year new K-pop groups, vocal groups, and singers are debuting. I've read in a discussion on the internet how some Korean listeners are more inclined to consume old songs since these songs, I quote, has that K-pop sound and feel to them, unlike recently released songs that are released in the domestic market but is also aimed to a much more diverse international audience. You know, it's not quite a valid source of information for me, but I do notice the shift of target audience in some groups. However, I don't really find anything wrong with that since who even gatekeeps K-pop anyway nowadays, right? Anyway, Going back to the discussion of the trend on song revivals and remakes, the Philippine music industry is not even far behind. In fact, even my papa told me that it's quite a popular thing to do even during their time. Such remake of songs are widely used in singing contests on television, and it's a recurring theme for Sunday noon programs here in the Philippines. You know, some up-and-coming artists also try to vamp their debuts with their own version of some OPM hits. And if we do even start talking about P-pop, ABS-CBN's very own girl group, Beanie, right, made quite an impact with their pre-release of the song The Coconut, an original of Filipino national artist, singer-composer Ryan Kayabia. Anyway, <laughs> that's my research Monday Monday K-pop and P-pop Chica for all of you. This is Dami and see you in two weeks here on Monday Monday. Thank you for watching this video. If you like this one, give it a thumbs up. 
and I'll see you on the next. Bye.